Well, hello and welcome back. Voices of Hastings, taking another look around the local area of Hastings and St. Leonard's on Sea, just to see what can be found knocking about. And yes, I'm still recording away here in my wee hot press in my house, which is actually the laundry cupboard. So watch out for them strange noises. So listen, it's September already. And as we live on the coast, I really should be mentioning the seaside. And as luck would have it, Hastings Contemporary is showing an exhibition called Seaside Modern, which is curated by James Russell. Now, Hastings Contemporary, formerly known as the Jerwood, is situated down in Rockanore, uh, which is on the southeastern edge of Hastings. And I absolutely love it down there. It's got all these higgledy-piggledy net huts, fishmongers. It's got this vernacular train that goes up the edge of the cliff. Uh, it's got this teeny-weeny little kids train. It's got tons of pubs, chippers, just loads of hustle and bustle. Seaside modern. Enough said already, really. It's pretty reassuring. I'm in a seaside town going to see seaside pictures. Brilliant. Hastings Contemporary has no connection whatsoever to this podcast. I've taken to doing this episode based on their Seaside Modern exhibition entirely off my own bat. It's just me ambling my way around the area and stumbling across this gorgeous exhibition. However, I'm not going solo here because... As you'll soon find out, I really know absolutely nothing about art and I rarely visit exhibitions, to my shame. I mean, you know, I I know what I like, what I like the look of, and I know what I don't like, but anything more is... (laughs) I've called upon a friend of mine, Ray, and I suspect Ray probably uh, is a little bit nifty. Uh, when it comes to art and artistic things. Ray actually picked me up. Uh, he's a very classy fella. He picked me up in I, uh, in a classic Vauxhall Victor 1950s car. You can have a look at it, and you should do, on my Instagram, which is at dvoiceover. So that's at D-E-E voiceover. Anyway, Let's get ourselves into this exhibition and we'll see you on the beach for a chat afterwards. I just want to warn you, the first few minutes, uh, there's some heavy wind sounds, but they're done and dusted within five or ten minutes. Okay, so see you later. So, hello. Hi, Ray. (laughs) Hi, Deirdre. (laughs) So listen, we've just been to the uh, Hastings Contemporary Gallery and we went to see their exhibition called Seaside Modern. Correct. And we are now standing on the seaside in Hastings. Uh, again, you can hear the sea in the background, you can hear people walking on the pebbles. Um, so that's quite a fitting place to have a chat it is indeed. about an exhibition called Seaside. How did how did you find it? The exhibition. <laughs> uh, well, the exhibition was, um, yeah, a, a very very pleasant surprise. Um, it, the website doesn't give away too many secrets, 
uh, about what's contained within the exhibition. So I wasn't really quite sure, you know, what to expect. But um, it, the first room blew, blew me away because it was... I, I immediately... You kind of know, don't you, sometimes, when you go into a place... If, if, if it starts off well mm-hmm. and then you kind of get a feeling like this is going to be really good and I got that feeling as soon as I walked into that first room. Did you? Mm-hmm. What, what, yeah. what, what gave you that? Um, Curious. Well, there was, there was a really charming little drawing as you went in of a couple... It was a pe- little pencil drawing of a couple sitting on the beach. Oh, yes. Tiny little pencil, about eight inches square, which was perfect. And then the next thing I turned (laughs) around and I saw was one of those great big railway posters. Oh, they were phenomenal. Yeah, there were (laughs) half a dozen of them and they were all top quality. They were gorgeous. Yeah, they were really gorgeous. I mean, the the one that I like particularly noticed was the Italian. I mean, probably a lot of them were Italian. By the there was an Italian guy. Uh, but the one that was at the pool yeah. with all the people uh, yeah. in those fabulous costumes of the day, bathing costumes. That was Southport. That was Southport. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say South End, but they were really fabulous. And yeah. the colours and yeah. the detail. Yeah. And also the fact that um, normally you wouldn't expect to see a humble poster on the wall of a. Um, a gallery yeah. alongside Ben Nicholson and Henry Moore and all the other big names. So mm. it was really great that the curator put them on that kind of, uh, put them on an equal footing, basically. So that was a Christopher Wood pencil drawing Ray is talking about there of a 1930s couple sunbathing. And if you could afford a couple of weeks of expensive uh, leisure to bag yourself a deep tan, that was seen as a sign of good health and a badge of wealth. And Fortunino Matania, that's the Italian artist that I'm grappling for there. And he illustrated, as you'll see in the exhibition, really glamorous adverts uh, full of handsome, athletic people. Interestingly, he was also a highly regarded World War I trench artist. The thing that kind of struck me was just the... I mean, I'm not an arty person at all. I don't go to galleries very often, but it it was such a variety of um, little just gems to kind of feast your eyes on. There was was just such a wide range of art and also other bits and bobs yeah like <laughs> is, the, that, is that is uh, that artistic yeah. jargon <laughs> <laughs> I think you can just get just about get away with that bits and bobs yeah the, you liked the photographs didn't you oh they were fantastic yeah, yeah they yeah. were a real just the social commentary I suppose yeah. as that volunteer very uh, helpfully yeah. uh, explained to us um yeah, they were gorgeous. And what yeah. I loved about them was the clothes, of course, because yeah. I love Because these, these were just normal People. family photographs that yeah. may have been taken by another member of the family or, or one of the beach photographers of the day. 
black that and white was, pictures. That was curious, the yeah. thing about the beach, because I didn't really think about that. So there were professional beach photographers. Yeah. Oh, didn't you as, know, didn't no, you know well, that? Well, I, okay. I don't know. I kind of so probably didn't know. I, I originally come from uh, Cleveland's, which is a little seaside resort uh, near Blackpool. Okay. And I know for fact, because I've got loads of the pictures, the photographs in my family album, that as people would come up towards the prom in the morning, the photographer would take a photograph okay. of various families and then rush in and develop the film. And as people were coming back from the beach, mm -hmm. he would then present them with the photograph of them all. And obviously people would be in their Sunday best. So, but I said, logistically speaking, those guys must have presumably remembered which family was which. And they probably were very clued up. I mean, amazing. And also the fact that they turned around the photographs. So quickly. In an afternoon, basically, and in then a dark would, room. And then would charge for them. Yeah. That was their yeah. But I, there are several photographs in my family's collection. They're all taken from the same point oh, on the pavement okay. leading so. up to the of the prom all at different times over 10 years gorgeous so, and these photographs were similar weren't they and they all had numbers did you yes. see that yeah yeah they had like serial numbers yeah but some of the people in the in those photographs like some of them were quite wealthy that woman had the yeah. fur oh, yes. <laughs> sat on the beach in her furs yeah like it's brilliant yeah and then the other photo that really took me um, were the five young girls. Yeah. And I worked out they would be in their 80s now. You kind right. of wonder, yeah. what are they doing? Yeah. You know, where are they? What kind of lives have they had? Yeah. You know, they all looked so young and carefree and happy. Uh, you know, yeah. anyway, just, just something. It was interesting what the volunteer told us about that picture, wasn't it? Because she said that's probably the first time that ladies would have been yeah. out, allowed out in public in swimming costumes because previously, and all the other photographs, all the ladies, well, and all the men, were all covered up. Mm -hmm. And the men sometimes, one guy had a tweed jacket <laughs> and tweed pants and long johns on a red hot day on the beach. I mean, they were to big, totally overdressed. A big pair of boots. <laughs> I mean, we were hot on the balcony and we were, you know, hardly got anything on. Don't be giving away our secrets, Ray. <laughs> okay. Um, so who, well, I don't know, is this an impossible question? If you were to choose one or two pieces to take away from that exhibition, what would they be? Well, there were some surprises in that I know the work of uh, Eric Revilius really well. I've got several books, but what the curators... Eric Revilius, was Eric it? Eric Revilius, yeah. yeah. What the curator has done very cleverly, a lot of the paintings in the exhibition were from private collections. Yeah, I noticed that. So, in other words, there won't be any postcards anywhere, mm. they won't be in any books. Any reproductions. And so, it's it's really unusual to see an Eric Revilius that you've not seen over and over before, because he had a very short life and was finite... This Sorry to interrupt you, was yeah. this the guy you told me that yeah, wasn't... He was a tell war me artist. Story. He was a war artist in his early 30s, 31, 32, uh, and he was sent off on an aeroplane reconnaissance uh, 
uh, trip towards Iceland they went I don't know what they were doing going towards Iceland but there you go there off they went one night and the plane never came back mm, so that was the end of uh, you know he could have been as big as Henry Moore wow. and John Piper and all the other artists at that time but at 32 his life was cut short 32 yeah very young yeah yes um you said you'd never, you hadn't seen. And then there was that interesting little thing that we noticed. There was one of the pictures was owned by Lady oh, Charlotte yes. Bonham Carter. And yes. We were wondering who <laughs> she might be the mother of. Or just, we? yes, connected, related to. We'll have to yeah. look that up, right? Well, and and get, yeah. get back yeah. <laughs> on that point. Uh, now there's a bit of homework for you guys. Is Charlotte Bonham Carter connected to the famous Helena Bonham Carter, who can be currently seen lounging about on the sofa eating cake on those adverts on the telly at the moment? Um, but yeah, just to, because also you, what was curious was there was a Lowry. Oh yes. And you, and you were familiar, well, I suppose yes. we're all familiar with uh, his work. Me but, being from Lancashire as well. Of course. Yeah. But you had never seen that particular... No. Or even really ever seen a painting by Lowry of a beach setting. Mm-hmm. One always associates him with streets and factories and chimneys and factory gates and school gates. And there was this lovely beach scene but all in his in inimitable style style and uh much maligned as he often is but th that was a really beautiful little painting it to was. pick out the characters yeah they're, they're not all stick not people a, they're, not they're characters all. they're all the people on that painting were all characters did you notice on that painting because it was a big painting there were about yeah. three or four blokes <laughs> just stood there just watching. Right. Did you? Did you? I get... didn't spot those three. Yeah, yeah. All kind of older men just stood there, stark still, just watching the action. Because there was a lot of action in that painting. Yeah, yeah, there was. There was yeah. a sense of motion and yeah. people doing things. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, what to expect when I um, before I went to see this. But um, I'm kind of overawed by. Mm -hmm. All yeah. there was. I mean, I'd go a second time without yeah. a shadow of a doubt because there was so much. There was so much variety, and it's hard if you you know to know where to look or what to see. If you know what I mean, do yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of unknown artists, people that I've never heard of before, and, and enjoyed, and really amazing quality work. And it makes you think, you know, who are these people? How come they're not more famous? Well, who, 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 can you remember Eileen one of those? Eileen Agar was yes. one of the She Was she Argentinian or of Argentinian descent? Maybe. Oh, I can't. Maybe. So, yes, Eileen Agar, she was born in Argentina, two British parents, and she was part of the Surrealist movement. She was a painter, a photographer, collector of objects. Um, there were a couple of Barbara Hepworth stuff, not that she's unknown, but yeah. there was a couple of her stuff. Yeah, um, classic bronzes. 
Now, the one that I really, really enjoyed, Ray, was um, you kept... What was the word you kept using to describe his paintings? I described them as a bit childlike or... Uh, oh, well, he's kind of classed a bit as a primitive. Um, primitive. What was Al his... Alfred Wallace. His stuff was... Yeah. He... Tell uh, me his story. He was a sailor all his life, and then when he retired, he... Um, had a tiny little room in St. Saint, Saint Ives, I think, was the village he lived in, or maybe it was one of the other fishing villages. But anyway, uh, a very, very humble means. I think he, he earned a few bob by selling bits and bobs like lobster pots and things like that to tourists. But he also started doing his own paintings on bits of cardboard and packing cases. Mm -hmm. And he had because of his knowledge of boats the boats were so beautifully painted but not in the way that say Turner would have painted them they were painted in this primitive way so if a boat was coming round into the har harbour he literally painted it half upside down because <laughs> he said well I've done it like that because it's coming into the harbour so they have a logic and yeah. a charm to them, which yeah. you liked. Yeah, I lo and I yeah. loved the, 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 the colouring yeah. also. Very sombre. Yeah, not. Greys and Yes, and, and, and kind of uh, aubergines. Silvery, yeah, silvery colours. And I also, I, I don't know whose idea, but the, the way they were framed. Yeah. And there seemed to be, I don't know, fabric or something. Was there? Because his paintings were done on bits of wood, wooden packing case, what they'd mm. very cleverly done is they glued them down onto a, a linen backing. Oh, that, so it looked like canvas. That was it. Because that's the association that you would think of is painting canvas mm -hmm. frame. Well, yeah. wooden packing case, uh, okay, so we'll, we'll mount it onto canvas or linen. Clever. But it, it was really clever and the general standard of uh, presentation in the exhibition was, was really top, amazingly top quality stuff. And it was busy. There yes. were quite a few yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. A well, I think people gander. were enjoying the variety of it. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Um, any final words, Ray? Anything you want to add? How do you it's, feel having it's spent. Not, it's not the kind of. Um, it's not the mods and rockers having fights at, at the seaside. Type of seaside exhibition. Is that it's what a, you were expecting? It kind of, I thought <laughs> it might possibly have gone that way, um, but um, it, 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 it isn't that. It's a much more kind of. Um, it's a, well, it's a kind of an, a real quality art, artistic representation of our seaside culture and um, and also of the quality of artists that we have, many of whom don't have that much profile which yeah. is amazing really but also for me there was like a, that english eccentricity just ran right through the center of it all a different right. different quirks and different guises and you know it was just it was all it was just a feast so before we went in uh, there was a bit of a question mark over how the whole piece or the whole exhibition would be curated or put together. So I asked Ray what he thought. Very highly so. He's done Whoa. an amazing job. Mr. James Russell, I think his name? I can't remember. I think it is, yeah. 
It's the it's the it's his tapping into the private collections, I think, which was the key, because you, that gave you the, the chance to see lots of unknown artists and unknown works. And then just on a, on a finer note, because to get to the Seaside Modern, we uh, went through and viewed all the lovely Quinton... Blake. Blake. Yeah. Uh, numbers. Yeah. I liked, the, I liked the story of the taxi driver. Oh, yeah. You know, right. this taxi driver who said to, to uh, Quinton Blake in, in a taxi, obviously, um, we live in worrying times. You should uh, create a new... Guernica. A new Guernica. And off Quinton Blake did and uh, created one. And it's pretty beautiful. It is, yeah. But the thing about it I love is that he said to the taxi driver, you know, give me your details, give us your name. And the taxi driver said, nah, nah, he declined. Sorry. Nah, nah, it's okay. I'll know what you're up to, Mr. Blake. I keep an eye on things. Just... But he's never turned up. No. <laughs> and... He's probably too busy having a fair. A fair, not an affair. Anyway, listen, Ray, thank yes. you very much. I'm glad you enjoyed the exhibition and thank I you did. very much for accompanying me on it, it and lending me your eye. Okay. Thank you. Thank See you, you later. <laughs> so there you have it, guys. The exhibition is running till the end of October and it's definitely worth a look so get yourselves down there and despite there being no mods or rockers there was plenty to enjoy for the storyteller from Lancashire Ray a really big thank you for being so brilliant um, and for the lift I'd catch a lift from you anytime Ray in that classic beauty And as before, please like, share, review. And if you'd like a reminder of the next episode in two weeks' time, uh, that's September the 30th, then please do subscribe. The next Voices of Hastings episode is going to be out and about in your local favourite eateries and just having a bit of crack. So all the best till the next time. Take care and sláinte.